Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Hey everybody out there. We're uh and we're live. We're live. Yeah, we're recording. So we're going to see how this goes. So we decided we we just got on. We decided we're going to just say screw it and catch up and shoot the shit and then see where this takes us we're we're in this mood of just catching up and because you know you're going through craziness i'm going through craziness so speaking of so we were supposed to get on at four but i had to pick up robin and the reason i had to pick up robin is because we only have one car so i I, did i tell you bella was in a little fender bender a couple weeks ago he did not so boy yeah, it's it was fine. It was she was coming oh, back okay. from work late at night or at ten thirty, and somebody was coming across traffic and rammed into her. She was fine. She wasn't hurt. Oh, really? So oh. yeah. So insurance is you know insurance are insurance is taking care of everything and they're fighting each other out. So, but the car's getting fixed. Um, and we dropped it off on Tuesday. And when Robin dropped it off, they said, you know, we'll, we'll probably have it done this this next this you know this week. It's brand new too. We've had that car for a month because we traded in that her last Civic and got. Oh, used. okay. So it was a month old. <laughs> a month old. Yeah. So, Ouch. And it's Ouch. not. It's not bad. It's just the rear, the quarter panel on the driver's side, the driver's door, and the passenger door all on the driver's side. It, it's it's not bad damage, but you know the level of effort that needs to happen. They got to take doors off. They got to bang it out. They got to do all that. Oh yeah. Work, so. So she, the guy told her, hey, listen, should buy, by the end of the week, you should have it. And I'm like, okay. So I just got a text as I was waiting for you to jump on, uh, June 18th. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not going to work. We're, we're, we're gone. This so, week or two weeks. So I, I called them and I'm like, dude. You know, that's that's not gonna work. You might as well just give me the car now and we'll we'll bring it back in July. He's like, Well, we already have it. We but we already have it. The doors are off of it, it's already taken getting taken care of. We're gonna probably have it in the paint shop tomorrow. And then well, why am I getting the text that's saying it's gonna be the yeah. 18th? He's like, That's worst case scenario because of parts and what's COVID. It's I'm like, Okay, well, here's the deal. I'm gonna be out of town. And not coming back to July, so we and and we've we've already made appointments and meetings and took care of things for next week that we were under the assumption that we would have an automobile. So he's like, "Oh, let me look at this." So long story short, he's given us a rental car for Monday so we could get oh, to that's good. go. And he said, "By he's like, since it's, it's getting started to get painted tomorrow and primed, he's like, you should have this by the latest Wednesday." Oh, okay. Like, That's way better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I almost, 
Better you get a rental car for your cross country trip then. Yeah, they'd be really, <laughs> really happy to put about 7,000 miles on that car. Well, that's what's going to happen. Unlimited, right? Unlimited miles. Hey, get buddy. <laughs> you told me this. Here's where we're at. Yeah. Enterprise. I told, I told you I was going to be out of town. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so it's been interesting. You know, it's been an interesting that's lively. That's lively for sure. Uh, you make it well, up. Bella's okay. That's, yes. Uh, yeah, she was. She was fine. She handled things. She handled things well with respect to what she needed to do at good. the accident. Um, so yeah, it's kind of nerve wracking a little bit. But now every time she's out driving around, I'm like, <sighs> but yeah, yeah. The pleasures of part, being a parent. Part of the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how how are you doing? We're doing well. We're uh, yeah, just working our way into another Friday here. So girls have one more week of school after this. So things are uh, wrapping up. So they're they're pretty excited. So other than that, we're just kind of figuring new things out each day, almost as we go along. So we're uh, just this week out of any other. I am I trashed myself. Monday for Memorial Day. Um, at a workout, we went in to 570 CrossFit mm-hmm. and did Mur and did uh, Murph, mm-hmm. which is which is like kind of more of a tradition or a tribute uh, workout. And I had no business do, <laughs> doing that doing that work. At least no business doing that. Like I did it, and I am like paying consequences it reminds me of doing the silver heels last year with no business being on that course (laughs) like it's it's up there i think i got rabdo man like i did a number so i could i could barely pull my oh really that's it that's it (laughs) well that's monday well it's thursday now you'd think that'd be gone by now well, it, it came, and that's what I thought. So that's why I, I got out the Google machine and started looking up Rabdo, because yesterday I was spent the whole day, like zero wow. cross-eyed all day long. And granted, like I'm not, I think I'm adjusting to the, like the overcast weather, mm. and you know it was kind of like a overcast, kind of rainyish day. But I was like, I, I have 30 minutes for a break for lunch. And I almost went just to my truck to sleep for 30 minutes. Like I almost went and did that. Wow. And then we had, to, I had to go look at a house right after work and it was like, just suck it up mode. And then of course, then we decided to put an offer. And then next thing I know it's like 10 30, 11 o'clock. And like, just, I was maxed out, but I broke, I like broke a fever in the middle of the night, I think. Wow. too like i was like chilled i got chills last night and like i got worked over <laughs> so it was interesting it w- i guess it was just the pace at which you were going yeah and like not having done like much of anything like that here recently like i've been just getting like cardio and everything but so anybody that doesn't know, Murph is named after uh, Lieutenant Michael Murphy from the SEALs that was killed in action. But one of his favorite workouts was, he, he called it body armor. So you do a one mile run, then you come back and it's 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then a mile run. 
Um, so if you went at a good modest pace, like I should have, you know, th that would have been one thing, but I just, just knocked it out. I just got it done. <laughs> it, it was, you know, I was sore kind of the next day. I'm like, okay, two day soreness, you know, the delayed muscle soreness. I was like waiting for that. And it was like on a whole other level. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what I kind of been working my way through here this week. So I'm, I'm actually glad this week. I don't have a physical job <laughs> right now. Cause that's what I've been bent about. Um, this week has been a lifesaver. Cause I was like, if they call me out there to start wrenching and, you know, in the plant, getting some of this work done, I was like, I don't know if I can, like, <laughs> you still have one day left. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. Oh, by tomorrow, I think I could, you know, do what I got to do. We cut up a branch that snapped off after work, but I was with the handsaw, like, whew, break it up, break it up. Wow. That's, <laughs> so that's, uh. That's good. Well, you know, that's good to hear because, you know, the, the, we, we are, you know, we, we have our, we are human. We're not, we're not everybody, you know, the, when, uh, when I effed up my knee, people were going to say, so, you know, you, 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 you are stoppable. You can be stopped. Not that we're like invincible or anything like yeah. that. But, and but, you're you going to stop running, right? <laughs> well, I, I did. I, I yeah, did. but that's what people think you're just done. Like oh, forever, yeah. And yeah, stick a fork in me. Yeah, but because you know they they would think you get a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of dis disappointed, right? And you get frustrated, so you know, like ah, screw it, I'm not gonna, I don't want to do it again because whatever the reason, I, I don't want to get hurt again or. You feel bad. You feel sorry for yourself. Kind of like we were talking about last week. We're having a pity party for ourselves, but yeah, you know, no, it's, it's just, it, it's one of those obstacles that are thrown at us to say, okay, listen, really how bad do you want this? You know, um, the one thing, the one thing I, I forget where it is, but I read it like once a month and it's just stuff like that is an opportunity to, to see really, you know, how tough are we? And I, and I don't want people to take, I don't want people to interpret that the wrong way. The whole don't be don't be a wuss, don't be a sissy. You got to be a man. When I'm saying toughness, it's more along the lines of 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 mental not not just mental toughness, but what do we got here inside of us? What are we made of inside of us? What what's our grit like? And you know, you just you know that's not going to stop you from going to the going to the gym probably within the next couple of days or getting a workout in the next couple of days. It's gonna it's gonna oh, yeah. punch you. It's gonna punch in the just, gut. Just patience right now. It's you know, yeah. let the body mend and heal and be actually come back stronger. That's that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> and oh, that's, then that's get back after it. Yeah. That's adversity. Yeah. That's the thing. Adversity breeds growth. And and typically they're all learning experience. And this is the you know, the kind of the stuff that I'm going right through right now. It's it's a learning experience. And it's not just from a from a physical perspective. Look at what you're going through from a from a professional perspective too how about you getting out of your comfort zone we, we both kind of are going or, you know i'm kind of a little bit further along in that process but in your perspective you have the the professional the career growth right you have the relationship growth with cindy yep. right because that's what you guys are going through and and just your family which and your parents you so you got a couple yeah. angles right you, you know got you tons, got tons tons right now growth right uh the whole you know 
selling the house, buying the house, the moving. So you've got this whole cornucopia of opportunities for growth and coming up. You you guys are definitely going to come out the other side better than I'll, I'll, I'll retract that because you never necessarily know, but I know you will come out better, but you're definitely going to come out different people than you were going into this, you know, six months ago. Oh, for sure. I mean, within the first few days, that was, that was pretty obvious. And I underestimated, which I, which I tend to do, you know, I think that's what gets us into trouble is we underestimate, you know, certain situations that planning ahead and prepping until you're in, you're in it then. And then by then it's like, all right, well, we're in the thick of it, you know, keep, keep moving forward right now. Cause it's the, what sticks out a lot to me is the twins. I underestimated that going into it, you know, like we had a choice or anything, but, but right. going in while Cindy was pregnant, it's like, ah, piece of cake. Like this would be awesome. We buy two of everything. They'll be best friends. You know, twins are cool. And they, well, within weeks, just like sat us back both on our rears and have been doing so for nine years. Right, right. So, but, oh, but yeah, and then like this situation too, it's like you write it down, you use Project Microsoft even, and you have your established timelines and, you know, are, are you on budget and on schedule? It's like, yeah, okay. But when you're in it day to day, you know, and we're, we have this adversity right now, you know, you can't predict that. If you could, then, you know, you, you can make a lot of money elsewhere. But to right. be able to to be able to line out all the obstacles and challenges, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, you're not going to know that until you take that first step into it. So, yeah, you can't. I mean, we talk a lot about races and it's the same metaphor. I was thinking about this morning on my run, how much how much it truly is a metaphor. And and there, that's where we learn patience, right? Like you said, it's a, it's a testament to patience. And when we start, when we start setting expectations, not necessarily how things are going to go, but what I'm focused more on right now, as we're talking is the timeline of how we want things to happen in, right? Once we start doing that, we're going to be, we're, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment because yep. Shit never happens in the time manner that we want it to, right? And it, it we think it's going to take three days. It's going to take three weeks. It's just because you never can anticipate the obstacles. I think there's some things that, like in your situation, right, with the move across country, and I speak from experience with this, there's a couple things that you could anticipate, right? Um, and then you have that hope, right? You have that that you know, that visualization that hey, it'd be wonderful for it to go this way. Perfect example is with this car right now, right? My anticipation when, when this went down, is gonna, it's going to take two weeks to fix that. Two weeks yeah. to fix that. And then Robin went in and they said, oh, by the end of the week. And I was still a little skeptical. I'm like, I don't know. They're, I mean, they, it might not look terrible and look bad. It might look like there's a, just a little bit of work um, what's the word I want to say? It's a, it's, a, it's just cosmetic. But mm -hmm. in a situation, you got to take doors off, you got to take panels off, you got to break it, you got to pound it, you got to paint, paint it, prime it, sand it, all that shit. It, it, who knows if they need parts? God forbid. I'm like two weeks. Got that call this week, and then I'm like, 
the 18th, yeah. I'm like, all right, that's a little bit longer than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want Goldilocks <laughs> right, right in the middle. Just right. right. Exactly. <laughs> I want everything just right. So, well, well, my take on that is it was a seasoned employee that said 18 weeks because he said his expectations right. It was probably a new guy talking with Robin well, that said, Oh yeah, yeah, we'll have it. We'll have it done. I'm gonna even bump it up a little better. Well, I think <laughs> I think what happened. I think all this stuff is kind of automated, right? So, you know, once they get into the shop and they actually look at it and they determine what is the the extent and the level of effort it's gonna take, they plug it into their system, and I got an automatic e a text saying, "Hey, it's gonna." Oh, okay. And they, yeah. you know, they and they have the contingency built in there already. Right. They so they're saying we're gonna, oh, we're gonna, you know, under promise, meaning we're gonna say it's gonna be X amount of days, but we're really gonna set them up for uh, a happy ending because we're gonna bring it in three days earlier, or a week earlier, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but uh, all, of, all of that is out of your control, though. Too. Absolutely. So, and that's where, you know, you can get bent and people do get bent, but it's all, you got to know what's in your control and what's out of your control. And that's, right. that's where I'm at with, mainly with being homeless. <laughs> it's, we can stress and, you know, just fret about what this market's doing, which this market's ridiculous right now. Um, but it is what it is right now. And we are stuck with the market that is presenting itself to us. And I could lose sleep over that and wake up and scroll through Zillow and Realtor.com. And that action is not going to make our dream house appear, you know, once we start scrolling down, you know, so it's knowing what's in your control. And then, yeah, and unfortunately, dealerships are the same way. It's right. once you let that car go into that, like, black hole abyss of a garage door, you're you're just letting it go. And, like, the power is gone. Well, it's it's interesting, right? Because as you're talking, I'm thinking about the situation that you're in and the situation that, that we're going through, too. Like, when this shit happened it was me gratitude the day after it happened that we weren't in the hospital, right? Yeah. The expectation with the car was whatever, we'll, that's what we pay insurance for. We'll take care of it. And then that process with the insurance company was actually beautiful. Um, with your situation, and I'm gonna circle back to the opposite of this, with your situation, because your environment right now and all of you know you talk to anybody in the world pretty much our our, our environments every day are essentially chaotic you, we could we come into chaos all the time within a, just a normal day a normal day right but in your situation your awareness is heightened right because it, there's so many things that are uncertain uncontrollable and yeah. you literally it, have to take it moment by moment so it, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say it's easy. It's it's definitely not easier for you to go through this moment and have that patience and have that awareness and acceptance of not being in control. To have that acceptance of you know what, I'm not gonna spend my day scrolling to see if our our perfect house is gonna come up. I'm just gonna have faith that it's gonna happen because I I I I'm, I I'd exhaust myself doing that 
and what what I'm saying, Brian, is like when when we so you're not you're not being getting exhausted and and falling into that trap, if you will, right? Versus when we get comfortable, right? And we don't have that heightened awareness because the life that we're perfect example, kind of the life that you and I came from six yeah. months ago. We were kind of in a comfortable situation, uh, personally and professionally. You know, we we really didn't. There wasn't much thinking we had to do during a day. During the day, we had our routines and we had our engine flowing pretty well. But then you inject all this chaos and change into it exponentially. The the, the chaos and change, right? Yeah. And then then we're. I think at least what I found out is that. I have to kind of step back and let things flow because there's nothing I can, the only thing I can tr control is how I respond to the situations and things that are happening. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah, you have to take that step back rather than getting caught up in it. Cause that's what I'm doing right now. It's what do I have control over? What, what do I not have control over? So right now I have control over how much I'm present with two girls when I'm not at work. So that's what I'm focused on. That's like top of the list right now for me. So that means Saturday morning breakfast with two of them and they have undivided attention from me. So I have that and I can take control over that or at least try to right. <laughs> make, make two girls as happy as they can be with pancakes and bacon. But yeah. And then, you know, the, the house, but, and then again, it's, we're in a good place, so it's hard, you know, everything presents itself, you know, and if, if we were in a hotel having to pay so much, you know, a night, then there would be some hustle, probably, and just making something happen, but that's not the case. I mean, we're in a, a very good spot. I mean, we have quality time with uh, my parents. They're looking for, they were looking forward to this, you know, it's not like we're stressing and cramping their style out, like they were they were excited for this as, as we were. So, you know, that's, this is all working itself out in that yeah. regard. So it's like, okay, well, this is good. So, you know, trying to work on new skills with the job, that's something I have control over. What I don't have control over is right now, how much I don't know. The only thing I know is the only thing you know is how much you don't know. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of all that you got to, you're right. You got to take that step back and almost pick out and, and make two separate categories there and then focus in on one side and let the other just kind of work itself out. Because I think as you focus in on the controllables, let's say, all that stuff is still churning and evolving, but you're still moving yeah. in a forward yeah. progress, you know, and as you're moving and focusing in on that, then stuff all on the other side, all of a sudden, not work itself out, but naturally evolves, I say, more of an organic, rather than trying to like, just cram and try to make something that you really can't affect, you know, because that's a time suck and that's an energy suck. Mm -hmm. And then it's the end of the day, you're just done. And then if and you're looking forward to it the next morning, you, you, that's, a, that's a bad way to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and even if you even if you go out there, and this is the, the the point on it, right? And you were hitting it. Even if you go out there and try to control it, and and, and try to chase it, and 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 try to create a result 
a specific result in a specific timeline, it, I don't want to say never, but 99.99% of the time, it doesn't meet your expectations or standards. And so that's when you got to let go of those expectations and standards and just kind of, I'm not saying, I don't think we're saying here, folks, I know we're not saying here, folks, let's sit on the, let's sit on our, on the couch on our asses and just kind of let, you know, the gypsies make things, let them sort things out and we don't put in the work. No, but you put in the work, you show up every day, you stay consistent, you know, and control what you can control and let the other stuff kind of play itself out. It, it, it's, you got to have a level of faith, right. And belief yep. that what you're, what you're doing is moving forward towards your mission, but there's yeah. a, there's so much you just got to let go. And I've struggled with that so often, but I'm, you know, as I'm getting very, very close to the age 50, uh, I'm starting to learn a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit at a time right there. But no, it's, yeah, and you got to know, you got to know when, yeah, like you're saying, not just sit on the couch and, you know, let let everything go and flow. But you you do have to pick, you know, pick your openings, when to, when to dive in and when to get aggressive, too, and when to, like, suck it up. Because for me, even last night, too, you know, to be honest, like I wanted to just come home and fall over on the couch. Speaking of, so right. I, I, w- I would have had zero guilt about just <laughs> laying flat out, zero guilt whatsoever. But that wasn't a moment that I could do that. You know, there was this house with everything. It, th- there wasn't, it wasn't something that we could put off and postpone. It had certain things have to happen at that time. And this was one yeah. of them. So it was like, okay, th- like, get after it, you know, and that led to like a whole evening then. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, this too shall pass. Bedtime will be at some point, just not as early as you'd like it. And that's the way the world works. You know, it's this too shall pass. It works very well in in events and ultra endurance stuff. And it works almost on a day-to-day basis. You know, when you're in the thick of it, you just, the reminding that this isn't going to last forever. And, you know, you could do anything like it was the, the workout was a good example. I wasn't going to do the workout, but it was a good opportunity to do a workout with my mom and pay tribute to those who have served. Because I'm a sucker for that one, especially right. that one. It was like, all right. Yeah. Granted, I'm not ready for this, but, you know, just to show respect and honor, I could do you could do anything for one hour. And that's what I did. <laughs> so it's like this too shall pass, but and even well a week of soreness, that too shall pass too. Right. So I mean it's 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 cool how and this is for everybody, right? It's cool how we and when I say we, I'm talking about the collective here, how we are able to find that next gear, right? Because you know, I'm not, I'm not coming in and out of the office like you are. I'm coming out of in and out of my office usually at the end of the day here or coming after this. And yeah, there's like, okay, well, there's dinner and there's usually there's someone that needs to be picked up or taken, especially now having one car. <laughs> and yeah, you just want to, you want to collapse on the couch and watch my numbing TV. And there's nights that that happens, but then there's nights where things need to be done. Things that need things are things need to be taken care of, and 
maybe two hours ago, the level priority on that thing was low, low, but for some reason, something happened out of our control that escalated that priority up to here. And our mindset was, okay, three hours ago, I think I might be able to crash on the couch tonight and watch my numbing TV, but that, and then our mind goes to that energy level, that lower energy level, but then that priority kicks in or that new thing comes in that takes your, takes the priority up and ironically takes your energy level up, yep. you know, and it's, it's really wild to see that happen, how there's moments where we could be completely exhausted and have no desire or inspiration to do anything other than put our feet up and crack a beer. And then something happens where we're, we're thrusted into a situation. And I think in, in the majority of cases for us collectively as a society, we, I think we, we tend to raise to that level of, of performance that we have to be at in order to accomplish that task or event or that priority. Yeah. And that could be on a daily basis with a lot of people, probably, mm-hmm. you know, just getting out of bed yeah with that with that mentality like going snooze a, is easy <laughs> going to a shit job man i mean how many people hate their freaking job but you know they have a choice that they could quit their job and that might not necessarily even be a choice right they may have to gut it out each day to put food on their table to pay their bills to get them through that next point um you know and and there's unfortunately that i think there's more people than not out there that are going through that process um yeah but still there, even, even, you know, even though they, they hate it, right. They're still doing it. Uh, and that could be how many, how many, how many different scenarios can we bring up to talk about that's that situation? Oh yeah. 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 There's a time, you know, and it's what I, I think if people could reward themselves, you know, or just be kind to themselves, if they are having that mentality with work, you know, get done with work and not necessarily like a happy hour every single day, but like get out for that hike or, you know, just do something pleasant or rewarding, you know, a four wheeler ride around the trails and stuff, you know, something. Just a walk, walk around. Yeah. Walk around the neighborhood. Yep. But I I hear, I mean, we're kind of going off into another direction too. I mean, in those situations, you know, like I said, you could, you could find something else you know, and work to find something else. And that's, that could be, you know, getting home and getting home five or six at night and having your dinner time with the family or whatever. And then eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you're on your computer or you're on your phone trying to make connections to find that new job. But if that's not an option, right, you have the ability to make a decision and choose this again, this is what we can control, right? What's your other outlet? You know, could it be reading books? Could it be uh, writing could it be uh, playing the play, playing an instrument or sports? Could it be you know video you know video games? I mean I mean if that's an outlet that's an outlet if that's bringing you joy and and peace and um, I don't like using the word balance but uh, if it's giving you a level of satisfaction and fulfillment that's that's taking away from that. Um, you know, frustration and aggravation of your, your job. Yeah. Do it. And it, it, that, that, that frustration and aggravation doesn't necessarily have to be with your career. It could be with a relationship. It could be with, uh, 
you know, a hobby. It could be with anything, you know, you just, there's certain things we could choose to have outlets. And I think that sometimes get lost, gets lost in people. Um, and they just live in that, live in that bubble, believing yeah. that, that this is what I have to do, you know? Yeah. Well, they're stuck. Yeah. They're stuck in that valley. It's, you know, find, find your peak for, for that valley, you know, whatever, whatever that may be. And like you said, it's, it could be many different things for many different people. So, but it's up to you to kind of do that self-reflection to find out, you know, what really, what really gets you going and is a highlight for almost every day or maybe a weekend and stuff, just to be able to feel alive, blow some steam and, you know, get ready to do it all over again. So, yeah, I would, I mean, I would, I would hope people could find something daily, you know? Yeah. Daily because looking, looking for that one thing a week is tough, but if that's the thing, if that's the yeah. thing. And maybe it's getting out of the city, you know, getting out of the city, but, you know, try to prep, prep for your, your country weekends, you know, by finding a local park and stuff and getting out there on a daily basis and, you know, lead up to maybe a, a, a summer vacation or, you know, weekend getaways. So it's just, it's amazing what the studies are now too, with just outdoor exposure, yeah. you know, what, what they're finding, like depression, like it, one of the biggest um, remedies, I guess, is in not in a prescription bottle right now. It's just the simple act of getting outside and feel sunshine and breathe in fresh air. So it's like, why, <laughs> why is that so hard right now to, prescribe you know so that's 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 something that that's uh make you make you go hmm that's i mean and it's that's why is it hard for people to do and want to do i mean you could be just sitting on your porch yeah you know, pull up yeah a, nothing uh, physical it doesn't have to be physical. <laughs> you know some of the i mean i was doing it this morning man i was out stretching on that on the back uh turf you know in the backyard uh-huh uh-huh and you know i was just stretching on my back looking up at just the leaves on the trees blowing yeah. back and forth and uh, talk about peaceful, natural soothing man. yeah yeah clouds clouds going overhead shifting overhead i mean it's yeah it's, but now there's apps there's apps you can get for that but it's not the same everything yeah Oh, you want to be outside in a calm and peaceful surrounding? Here you go. And you can you, can you don't have app. to leave your house. <laughs> the app is gonna make the sound and make you feel there. There's there's spray that you get get at the house. It's gonna smell like pine needles <laughs> and wet leaves and grass. And you don't have you don't have to leave your hole. Just stay in your hole. Yeah, yeah. Just stay put. Stay put in your cave. <laughs> and that's okay, man. If, but the thing is, if that's the case, if that's if your cave is your, if your cave is your solace, Com and that's where you need to yeah. be, then hey, do something in your cave, whatever that might be. If it's, if it's like I said, you know, people people give, <laughs> people are gonna hate me for this, um, you know, people give kids a hard time. I mean, adults, you, I see a lot of adults that are they're gamers, right? And they'll spend yeah. hours and hours and hours in their gaming room playing games. And they're getting good at it. Getting paid. But in some instances, they're getting paid. <laughs> yeah. if, that's, if that's what's providing that person, I'm not going to say a kid, 
I'm just going to say a person because I know adults that spend, they'll, oh, yeah. work, they'll work their eight hours and they'll play the games for eight hours. If that's going to give you your release, if that's going to give you your your satisfaction and, and joy, who am I to tell them that that's not what they should do? Yep. To each their own, you know, it's, yeah, it's like I said, everybody's got to find whatever it is, you know, works for them. So, you know, knitting, crocheting, Hey, if that's, you know, if that's your release, if that's the way to do it, then yeah. Start knocking out those scarves and, you know, go to town. Meditation. But, it's their form of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Just moving meditation. There's all sorts of different movements. So no, no one is right. No one's wrong with that. So no. that's, we will encourage you guys just to go find something, you know, and, and do, do something. I mean, I wanted to say, going right back to the, the job situation, if, 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 if you're miserable and, and you're hating getting up every day, then do what you got to do to make things happen. But you also have that choice to start looking to see what else might be out there. Um, you know, I don't even know what the job market is like the, right now. Um, I don't know. I get people. Cold, people, people need work, or I mean, people, yeah. there's work out there. People are getting called every day about jobs, so yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure there's work out there to be had. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's a matter of some people want to do it or not, but it's it's there. Yeah. But, oh yeah. It's. So I, I completely forgot. I'm, I'm drinking water because. Oh, your cleanse, yes. Yeah. So what do you got going on, by the way? I uh, yeah, I've been sipping on it here. Uh, since I'm back east now, I have access to one of my old time favorites out of Vermont, which is Long Trail. Yep. Nice. It's uh, and then this is, well, could have they could have had this out for 20 years and I wouldn't known, but it's uh VT IPA. So it's pretty rad. Uh, it's their license plate there. So I saw, I saw the, uh, I saw the green and the way it was angled. It looked like it was white. A I rolling thought, rock. No, no. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Jenny cream ale. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> I did have a Jenny dry hop. Actually, Uncle Hap had had some, so never heard of like, it. yeah, it was it was tasty. It was yeah. There's so the thing is, I'm not liking the trend um, when I'm shopping for for beers now, because the trend now is four packs at twelve pack pricing. I don't know if you've seen a lot of these craft beers. Now are the four packs 16 ounces or are they 12 ounces? They're 16, but come on. I mean, you're getting an extra, you're getting one beer. Yeah. So you, okay. Five beers for a six, 12 pack. Yeah. I don't know. I was getting all excited about a few and I, I, I went to pull them off. I'm just like, Oh, that's four beers. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? And I I have noticed that the probably the last year that I'm seeing more four packs, but usually when I see the four packs, Bry, it's they're again they're they're pounders in the sixty yeah. ounces, but the when they're a four pack, what I've seen is that they're typically the craft beer and it's the higher alcohol content. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think one was like eight, but 
uh, well, I guess, well, that Eddie line, that uh, epic days that we were drinking. <laughs> See, that's where I get spoiled because they knocked those things out. Tall boys, six packers, you know, decent price. So I, I've kind of lived a spoiled life up in the high country. And now I'm like, come on, just four. Give me more. <laughs> Give me more well, than that. I'm, I'm planning. The plan is to, to be coming back there with a, a case of uh, Mother Road Tower Station. So. All right. That's that's the plan. How many make it back? We'll we'll see. But yeah. my goal, maybe get maybe get like another man. Eh, throw another case in there. We'll, we'll how many that. how many nights you stopping? Well, that's the thing. I mean, my 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 plan is to be on the wagon pretty much probably till we get to Nashville. So that that'll be till thursday night but we're driving straight through till nashville so oh okay oh that's not bad i mean when i'm in nashville i'll be i'll be sipping on some whiskey there i don't know how many i might have a beer but it's going to go to whiskey Uh, (laughs) and then we're going to Asheville, and up there i'll be drinking i'll probably be bringing some things home from Asheville too to see yeah yeah there but yeah yeah, oh you're gonna have a good variety down there Yeah, it should be it should be a good trip. But going back to the Genesee, so now we're shifting to some beer, folks. So um, we're going we're, we're going all, all over. We had an intro. <laughs> we had some actual nuggets, some 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 growth and some personal development, hopefully for you guys. And now we're, we're just all over beer. the place these days. So <laughs> I move, and the whole podcast uh, here's the agenda goes we, away. Yeah, we we promise you we're going to start getting back to top like. I don't want to say relevant topics because there's some there's always relevancy in here, but we'll actually go back to a structure once we we all get settled in and and yeah. get back to somewhat of a routine. But uh, this is a shout out to Andy's Pizza out in Peckville, Pennsylvania, which is <laughs> not very far from where you're at right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, sponsors, we have a lot of opportunity for sponsorship, folks. So just let you know. Yeah, just uh, PM us. Yeah, that's Facebook, right. Facebook, yeah, Instagram. Just, yeah. yeah, just let us know. Uh, so I remember this was, well, within the last decade. Decade, yeah. So we were in, we were up there from Philly for a weekend or something like that. It might have been a Memorial Day weekend, and I was, I was getting takeout pizza. We were staying at, I think, Tina's house. So I pop in there, and it, Hey, got a order for I think Paul was with me and pop in for order for Mike. Um, oh yeah, it's another 10, 15 minutes go grab a beer there. And I, I mean Andy's pizza, I would not classify as a uh I mean the bar pretty much looks like a bar back in 60s. You know, this is a place where <laughs> yeah. It's not far from Valley View's football stadium, so like like any Friday night before and then after a game, it's packed. This place used to smell like cigarette smoke 20 years ago after they haven't smoked a cigarette in there probably 20 <laughs> yeah. years prior. But in any event, they had Genesee on tap, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they served them in their little 10-ounce glasses, yep. and it, it had to be like – I, I can't imagine those beers were more than a dollar as I was sitting yeah. there the 15 minutes for my pizza, but ice cold, regular Jenny, they had regular Jenny on tap and they had Genesee cream ale and they had six packs to take out. 
which the six packs were probably like three bucks a pop too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say not much more than the drafts. Well, that's when you just sit with a bunch of ones on the pool yeah, well, on the <laughs> counter. You just another one, another you one. Just come in with a roll of quarters, baby, and pop that <laughs> on the counter. Slam it all down. I will tell you, it's, like, it's been a while, but Andy's Pizza is a. We will definitely stop at Andy's. It's a go-to anytime we're up in northeastern PA. So their pizza is phenomenal. Highly recommend it if you guys uh. Uh, I'm sure we'll stop there. I'm sure we'll stop at Ravello's on our way back down to Philly. So down in Old Oh, Ford. yeah. So yep, a couple yep. shout outs to the pizza capital of the world and in my favorite pizza places up there. Oh, it's such good, such good pizza. And you can't, you can't imitate that anywhere else. It's hard, it's, man. It's hard. Something, something's in the water, the Northeast PA water. <laughs> well, Andy's Pizza, I do believe they put beer, beer in the dough and you could actually smell it and taste it. Uh, when you're oh in, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so very, Jenny, very unique. Jenny Doe. I, I, I can't. I wonder if it is. I wonder if it would be Genesee that they would put in there. I, that's. I mean, that's that's uh, that's the uh, what do you want to call it? The uh, urban legend, if you will. That, that there's. Yeah. But you could. You could. I mean, you could. When you walk in there, you could smell it and you could taste it in the in the dough. Oh, too, it's. So distinct yeah, yeah yeah exactly well speaking of that we uh we just had coney islands from shimokin yesterday for dinner so that was that was that's been a long 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 time since we've had that but mom and aunt patty were down in uh, shimokin yesterday and they came back with a whole order huge order of coney islands so that like you want to talk about not able to like replicate at all that's that's in the middle of shimokin <laughs> they have the one in scranton there too under the under the viaduct they do they do right? it's not it's yeah but it's i don't think it's like a chain i no, don't know no, no, no. but but yeah the, the shimokin one has been around i mean almost forever if not close to and like they They've, I don't know how, but they made it through COVID. <laughs> they're still up and running. <laughs> and, you know, they're ju we just got to try to seek them out while they're still in business. Because <laughs> it's, I literally grew up on that. And it's, you can't, even at the one in Scranton, it's like, no. So, Coney, for those that aren't familiar with Coney's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a Northeast, I thought it was like a uh, uh, tri state area, like, a, New York, New Jersey, yeah. and PA. I've only seen them in New York and northern north northeastern PA. But you're talking about like a wiener, a dog on the buns. The buns usually make it, but you got chili sauce, you got the onions, you got the mustard. And onions, it's, yeah, it's a complete mess, but it's fantastic. Oh yeah, well this one, Schmokin does hamburgers too, and it's yeah. not. It's more of a sloppy Joe consistency, I'd say, but you can get cooked onions on there. You can get raw onions, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, even the wax paper, like down to the wax paper yep. is different. You know, some, it's it just unique. I mean, it, it's a, for, for us, it's like you can actually still take a step back in time. The first time there. I had, yeah. the first time I had a Coney was, uh, yeah, yeah, you can say hi. Hello. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Good. How was the rain? What? How was the rain? How was dancing in the rain? Good. Good. That's fun. Yeah. 
yeah, something different for us. We don't we don't get that much. <laughs> uh, the first time I had Coney, I mean, I remember you guys were up there for spring break, and I told you to go down to the Glider Diner because you were at that uh, yeah that facility. So I don't even know if the Glider Diner is still open, but that I think was the first time I ever had a, a Coney was there. Yeah, yeah, I think the well, the Glider Diner is still there as well. Okay, okay so, so it's. So the Glider Diner is still down by, well, it used to be Providence Field, but now it's the high school stadium, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. What the, I forget what the name is now, but yeah, it used to be Memorial. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty neat here getting back and just seeing some of these places that have never missed a beat. <laughs> Like, it's just same old, same old. You know, I wanted to ask you, it just popped into my mind. How was it driving uh, past the, uh, oh God, the Chinchilla, the store in Chinchilla? The variety store? The variety store, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's it's a whole new scene now. Well, and so it's a variety store, which was, you know, now they're having like a Sunday flea market in that spot is it an open space now pretty much i think it's like concrete slab it's down to the concrete slab wow so there's nothing there no not yet wow is, is armetta's still there armetta's is there is still something there i don't think it's armetta's now but okay. jake's barbers jake jake retired right but um actually one of the abington alumni um came in and and took it over from him so it's still called it's still called jake's yep yep there's cora (laughs) um but yeah yeah it's pretty cool he's left it the same i've I've seen pictures in the background and you know all the newspaper clippings that's all up there and um i you know i think like rob harris with like hi jake is on still <laughs> after like a Abington football game, <laughs> so it's uh, it's pretty neat to see uh, Casey kept kept everything just the way it was. So it was neat. I'm trying to think. Oh, the strip farther down is you know that's that's a lot has changed there. Well, you know the Krispy Kremes there. That's yeah. a big hit with that's a big hit with the girls. But Nicholas Village, they tore all of that down. Yeah, I under saw the that. Bridge. I saw that. They were. So, I want to say they they closed that down, and we were still there because I I believe could have been. We came up, and it might have been one of the times we came up to see you up in Clark Summit when you guys were visiting from Colorado, and we were still living in PA. Because yeah. There, is there like a price chopper across the street or something like that? Weiss market. Weiss. And we, we came out and I'm like, it was empty. And I want to say there was a big for sale sign uh, or closed for business sign. And this is probably maybe four, five years ago. I was going to say that was a while. Yeah. Yeah. I think it did sit empty. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's some areas and it's crazy. This could be anywhere, but some areas you can go into, and you know, like we just mentioned, you know, have hasn't skipped the beat, hasn't changed an inch, and then you cross the street, and you know, all torn down, and you know, something brand new. Well, the whole area up by the the mall, the Viewmont Mall. I mean, that's they got pretty oh, much yeah. everything up there. Oh, everything you need. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Tanner. We, well, we took Tanner. 
during April, during spring break, we took them down to that riverfront um, mm-hmm. tur- turf arena. And, you know, we drive down there from here and you pulling in the parking lot. He goes, is this it? We're here already? Because <laughs> he's usually used to like an hour and a half or an hour average drive time just to get to a practice. And then we went up, up the other way and he's like, they, they, there's an olive garden right here. And he was just like naming out all these franchises and stuff. You know, it was, it was pretty funny. It, it doesn't take much for these kids. <laughs> in, in Northeastern PA, everything's 15 minutes away. Exactly. And there's 20 different ways to get there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember, and they're all 20. I remember, you know, all the, all the, the, the folks from Philly, all the boys from Philly, there was two separate years that, you know, we had a party up there and hanging out and uh, it was, it, I mean, it's not the same as you guys being, you know, you guys are an hour plus away from anything or were an hour away plus from anything in, in fair play, but they're coming up from Philly where, you know, it's not necessarily an hour, but it might be a half an hour to go to a, a Walmart or something like that, depending on where you live in the city. Yeah. And, and traffic. And, tra- and traffic mostly. <laughs> but they came up here and we'd get in the car to go to get something to eat or go get beer or go get this. Or go to- How long is this going to take? 15 minutes, away. 15 minutes away. Mike, you say that every time. It's 15 yeah. minutes away. Everything's 15 minutes away. Yeah. Watch. Am I lying? From Clarkson with the script? It's 15 minutes. Maybe 20. You put it yep. Get out well, it's funny. Now with with the, the maps on your phone, because now you can actually see you know, all the different routes and then it, it's all within like minutes of each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Average time is 15 minutes. <laughs> I think I was able, you know, once I started driving, so you know, I was junior year, then I graduated and then I'm obviously in college and my parents lived there. So the, so the, for the, I don't know how many years it was driving to the, to the time that I, I actually wasn't there on a regular basis anymore. Like going to my grandparents, I found like four different ways to get there from yeah. my parents' house, you know, going to, um, you know, going to Ionina where my sister was or Jessica, where there was like three different ways, four different ways I could get that. I found out how to get there. It's just like, just you keep going and make a couple turns. You're going to end up where you want to go anyway. Yeah, exactly. Just point it in that general direction and That's you, right. you'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. And I've been enjoying that too. Well, especially looking at different houses, that's kind of been putting us into different areas and stuff, but I'll just take a turn and especially here between here and, and Tunkanic where I'm, I'm driving, you know, you can, you can take all sorts of different ways back and everything, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's, it is pretty driving though. It's, I mean, especially in the mornings cause all the fog now with all the moisture we've been having, you know, that fog is just sitting in the Valley and you know, all the, the, the mountains behind it and stuff or well, hills as, as the girls would say, hill, they yeah. corrected, they corrected my parents. They're like, uh, these are just kind of hills. Um, I don't know if they're mountains. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, so two things on that, uh, one, you're back there at a good time, you know, you know, coming in during the spring through the summer and then through the fall, it's going to be great, but making that drive in like January. Yeah. 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 It's going to studded tires may, may be worthwhile, but yeah, yeah I, I was thinking of that actually today. I was like, uh, this, is, this could be a real mess. 
So yeah. that's, I think I'd stick case, to six and 11. <laughs> I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be better than getting up at three o'clock in the morning in, you know, 90 mile an hour winds and whiteout conditions having to go. Plow. Yeah. It doesn't take much to beat that. Thankfully. <laughs> so. You mentioned Tonkanic is, uh, is the Brook still open? Shadow Brook? Shadowbrook, I think it is still open. <laughs> I, I laugh because I've been going Lake Winola. I've been just taking like Lake Winola down. And the other day, last Friday, I took 6 and 11 all the way back in. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the Shadowbrook. There's actually a Perkins built like right on the edge oh, there. Wow. Wow. So I think the Shadow, I think it's still open. But like signs were up and everything still. Uh, but. Yeah, that was that was senior year <laughs> going there. The was it Sunday night? Sunday night, eighteen to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I partook in that. I partook in that. I didn't listen to that twenty-one thing, but I partook. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may there there may have been some beverages <laughs> in the parking yeah. lot before we went in. Yeah. So I was just talking with my parents last night with all this. So I'm in like heavy OSHA training now, um, like 30 hour course right now. Mm. So I'm learning all the the right ways to do things evidently with tools and pretty much everything I've been doing for like the last 20 years. Um, I'm learning the proper ways and the safe, let's just say safe ways to to do things. So I'm sitting on the computer, you know, throughout the day, I'm like, huh really okay i'm like i didn't do it like that i'm like oh that could happen you know so all this stuff i'm like wow okay well that that was a close call yeah that could have that could have ended bad <laughs> so i'm going through all that so pretty much and now being around here like just seeing all these side country roads like oh yeah we were down there like we'd stash six packs down this road or oh i had the jeep on like two wheels going around this bend by the library and like all this stuff, I'm like, the last few days, I'm like, wow, I am, I am really something else to be still here on this earth right now. Oh, it, it, it's funny you mentioned that we do, you know, doing trail work, right? Um, you know, you're, you're, you're with a group of people and sometimes it's people's first time there. And when it usually is, you know, the ranger will give them a little tutorial on things, what to do and what you shouldn't do and how to hold certain tools and how not to hold certain tools, where to stand on the trail when you're working on it, right? Risk management. All that risk management. And at least a few times a week when I'm out there, we like the, the more the people that have been there longer, there'll be a, uh, nope, hey, nope, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Nope, nope. Do not be down. Do not be down slope <laughs> when you're bringing a boulder down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't kick that rock. That's like those two things are set up about seven or eight times every time we're out. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's usually how it goes. Well, and now with my scene, like it's obvious I'm the new guy, but I've got like a, a crisp white hat and this sparkling bright high visibility vest like just in case you didn't know i was new <laughs> i'm a, i'm I'm, new, I'm i'm the new guy <laughs> you should get you should get a uh a, 
a name tag that says new guy on it. Yeah. yeah. You can call me Brian later, but now I'm the new guy. <laughs> I'll be the new guy for the next six months. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, I want to drag drag it behind my truck one day just to scuff it up a little bit. What, the, the vest? <laughs> the vest and the hat, yeah. 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 Just, just throw it out in the rain in the mud for the, for the night. Yeah, yeah. Talk about being comfortable while uncomfortable. That's that's it right there. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uncomfortable, uh, I volunteered at the this race last week, last Saturday. Oh, that's right. And uh, it was the first running of it. Uh, it was, dude. It was a four-hour on trip to get there. It's oh, that was like the finishing time for the the winners. I saw it was like four, four hours uh, something for the men. 4.13 was the time of the winner. That's a 50K. It's 31 miles. It's 31 miles. That's so ridiculous. It was, it was, uh, it was way, way southeast to here. Way, way, way southeast to here. Like I said, it's two hours. Uh, but it was a lot of, it was a lot of climbing up in hills. I mean, it was beautiful. Wow, a little like three different mining towns to get there, but I was at the second aid station, mile right at mile nine, and it was in, in the first. Actually, it was the first seven miles. It wasn't even the first seven miles. It was basically miles five through seven. It was thirty six hundred feet of climbing. It Holy was like, cow! That people. And I didn't, I didn't see the, I, I saw the course from the course maps and everything, but I didn't, yeah. people were telling me they were climbing on all fours. Holy cow. So, uh, and the winner came in still with that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was cause it was, it was kind of like a, it was 6,900 feet of climbing and then the back half was all downhill. Oh, okay. So, but the so first, he, the 6,900 feet of climbing was all in the first 17 miles. Yeah. Wow. But he came, <laughs> he came, cause I started, we started my partner at the aid station. We started at six 30 and he came cruising in around, you know, I think it was seven 30, seven 40 came cruising in. And then, <laughs> you guys were set up though. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were set, we were set up by, we were set up by seven um, and we were ready to go. So he came cruising in. And, and then there was a pack of maybe five people after him and they, they were, they were feeling good. And then you started getting the bigger delays. Yeah. And once you got to like the, maybe after the first third had gone through, you started getting the people were like, holy crap, what's next? We're on, what <laughs> mile are we at? Nine? Holy crap. We were crawling up there. Then you get to the stragglers that were they were hurt and they're like holy crap <laughs> i'm sitting there going huh uh, i'm glad, glad <laughs> kind of glad my knee got banged on man <laughs> i'm okay on this aid station crew <laughs> yeah but it was i mean it was it was really cool you talk about driving around out there and and seeing the beauty this was a part of the you know arizona that i hadn't been to yet um and it was, oh, nice. it was real. I mean, it was really, really beautiful. I mean, we were, we were topping out at almost, you know, 6,500 feet, you know, almost 7,000 feet. So, oh, nice. I mean, 
Wow. It was a hundred and some degrees in Phoenix, but where we were at and we got done around 11, it was 72 degrees all in pine. I mean, it was canopy pine. I mean, it was, Oh, wow. It was, it was yeah, it was really, it was really nice. So seeing how I, hopefully I'm okay to do that race next year. Cause that would be, uh, that would be a cool one to do, but you know, it was good to get out. It was good to help, help out and get back at it. But there was, cause I had a gun uh a target not a target not a gun uh, yeah a, a rate uh what you want to call it uh a timing gun um, so i was, oh, clicking okay. their, I was clicking their uh bibs every everyone through and i clicked 96 and i don't think there was about 100 100 and some racers that started oh, that wow. race maybe like 100 and i heard there was 130 that signed up and there was probably like 110 115 it started so the drop rate even though with that that, that climb. climb there yeah wow huh yeah yeah that's i think i think volunteering is probably one of the even if you're not into running races just to be able to go and experience like an aid station like that yeah. is i mean it's totally worth it um i think it's it some i some could be downright life-changing you know when yeah. you see some people come in and I highly encourage, you know, bringing your kids to, you know, volunteer as well. You know, once COVID stuff even starts easing up a little more, which we're, we're definitely moving in that direction. But I took the three of mine out. Gosh, this was years ago now. Like, so they were probably five years ago, maybe. And Cindy was gone for the day. So it was just, we just rolled up to the 50 mile, the Sheep Mountain 50 miler. Um, for human potential. And we sat at mile 35 and watched as people came in and, you know, girls are with fans and, you know, Tanner's doing water bottles and putting ice in buffs and everything. But they're like, they're literally watching the guy come in, start puking his guts out off to the side, you know, and just kind of took and taking a step back like that. Is he okay? I'm like, yeah, he's his tummy's just sore right now, and but it, you know, sure enough, this guy just wipes his mouth and gets back on the road and takes off again. And yeah, it was you know they they saw this you know for them especially at that kind of age you know if you're puking like you're getting like the royal treatment on the couch with the TV and you know with the, the clock washcloth on your forehead and you get out there and like <laughs> people just blowing chunks and they still got 15 more miles to knock out, you know, yep. they they did see, and they were aware of the conditions people were coming in, you know, like, oh, I can't believe they went back out on it. And I was like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, they're, they're determined. And it's like, that's, that's what they're here to do right now. But yep. to, to see that, I think that was a big step for, for my kids personally. And then even I, I was, I did some event. And it was it was cold. Forget what it was, but Dad's or uh, Tanner's like, "Hey, Dad, you need ice in your buff," because that's like what he knew at the time. Like that was right. his job at, at, at a crew at an aid station. I'm like, I think I'm good, man. I was like, I appreciate the offer. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> well, they've. I mean, we've had him at. We've had him out at. I I don't even know how many events. The first one being that first yeah. death race, but you know. Yeah, the girls were four months old. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we've had. We've had uh, the Ubaldini girls and the, the Shane girls and Tanner crew, and along with you know my wife's and other folks too. But uh, 
we started them crewing at a, a very, very young age and experiencing, experiencing them with a lot of stuff, just like your family at, at uh, Silver Hills twice. You know, yep. we had we had the entire Shane clan at the stagecoach, and that talk about talk about point to point remote aid stations life changing experience. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, they were yeah. you guys. That's what I was like. I think I'd, I'd rather be running this this first half. And that's yeah. that's easy. Cruise yeah, that up. was. You talk about remote drives. I mean, Arizona. There's some gorgeous races down there, and there are some crazy approaches for a crew. But it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. You know, they the way these race directors scout these and design these races. It's, I mean. It, it, like just this one I was at, I mean, you had, you basically had our aid station was on the top of one peak and then the other aid station was at the base of the other peak that they had to go up and down. I mean, just some, and, and when you're, when you're in town, cause that was a point to point when you're in the one town and you're, and you could see the mountains, you could see exactly where we were and where we, yeah, you see the whole course. And I'm like, <laughs> How do they? I mean, I mean, it's obviously they have the tools in which to do the do so and experience, but it's it's pretty wild how they how they map out a course, a, a remote course like something like that. It's pretty. It's just pretty amazing. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Our yeah, it's, rental- it's mapping and then logistics from there, access right. wise, and yeah, roads connection to the points, private land, avoiding or working easements out and everything. It's yeah, the whole process is just mind-boggling. Permits and, you know, um, medical care, God forbid, if you need it and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. going, back, mm-hmm. going back to that stagecoach with the that little, like, Toyota Camry rental car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Robin. Yeah. yeah, Robin and the girls. driving. <laughs> I remember driving down uh, I-17 the day after the race with, like, just all the caked. dust and yeah, all the dust. Like it was, it was, it was like a, a, a just a dust cloud going down I seventeen from everything yeah. on that thing. Well, that's yeah. Well, that was my rearview mirror for that whole day. Like looking back, I'm like, I think Robin's in the cloud because you know I'm just kicking up dirt like right. for for miles, like twenty some miles at a time, and it's like I think Robin's still behind me. <laughs> like I can't tell, but yeah, that was. And then that last where and I got dropped off at that midway point of the race, that 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 was like the grand finale for for uh, crew access points. So and they, I mean, that was I think I think you and I were kind of talking about that once we left, too, because they had at that point. Cindy Tanner and the girls and Robin, and the girls, they they had they were driving to the Grand Canyon. So that was probably like a two hour, three hour drive from where they were. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just travel time to when it was like off roading with just crazy intersections. Like, if they got back to the pavement, I wasn't going to be surprised, but I was very concerned that they would have been able to do that at that point, you know, because it was well, you know, after dusk and everything. And mm-hmm. that's that was, yeah, that was a wild. And yeah, getting to the hotel at the Grand Canyon then. Yeah, I think I, if I recall correctly, you'd be, you'd know better than I would because I was delirious at that point. But I think you got a text from Cindy saying that they got to the hotel okay. I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Did. So then I was like, all right, game on. 
now we get to like okay yeah task at hand now (laughs) yeah i wasn't as delirious as you were but i went into that i was like all right like this is this is not like fresh crisp like pacer for 40 miles or whatever it was this is like oh, i'm a little i could use a nap right now that was yeah it's funny that was pretty, that was cold too that finished oh that fit that finished line picture you looked like yeah. you ran 100 miles too i was wrecked i was, was wrecked that was when it got down into like the 20s at night because the, oh, so our, cold. Our, our bottles froze. Yeah, our bottles <laughs> froze. And, and I thought warm- I had, yeah, I thought I saved the day with hand warmers. You're like, he's like, you're like, I don't know, man. This thing's not warming up. I'm like, yeah, mine aren't either. I was like, I think they're duds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was when we get, we got to that, uh, that cabin at like, I think it was like mile 80 something. We got to that cabin and you you had to go to the bathroom and I sat down. I got soup up, cuddled up by the fire, and I'm just like, uh, "This is not good. This uh, is so good, so good, but it's not good." And you came out and you're like, "All right, let's go. We're going. We're out of here. Yeah. We're out of here. <laughs> Don't go into the fire." Right. Uh, yeah, that was that's yeah. one that's one I would wouldn't mind doing again. That was a fun one. That was, that was a fun, yeah, that was gorgeous. I mean, such a unique setting from Flagstaff all the way into the Grand Canyon. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right, dude, we've been at this probably for at least an hour. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm sure not allowed to wear watches, so I, I don't know. <laughs> was that, was that in your OSHA training yet? That is, uh, yeah, that is uh, safety protocol. So, Yeah strip strip down so i just i wear watch now to run so that's the other time i I wear one too but you can you even have your phone with you yeah i got my phone but there's confidentiality um in certain areas like certain plants that you go to so um you can have a phone but you can't use video or uh, photo do you have uh do you have a uh, this is interesting because you're working as a contractor for Procter and Gamble. Yeah. Yeah. So are you given a company phone? Nope. Okay. I so get a reimbursement. Okay. Okay. So you, cause okay. I am in man management level. Uh, huh. so yeah, I have that, but yeah, yeah. I don't have like two different phones and my, my Colorado numbers actually been staying quiet. So I'll probably just stick with this number. I yeah. thought I was going to have to change it out, but everything's been going pretty well. You shouldn't, so. you shouldn't have to. Yeah, I mean, mine's, mine's been fine out here. Uh, um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, that's interesting that – so the OSHA training you're having to go through is being pushed down for P&G or – No, it it's, tra- it's for the company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, P&G, I had to go to start work there. Anybody from any company has to go through a couple hours of their own orientation um, with their procedures and everything like that. So once you go in, you have to go through that, (laughs) take a a quiz, which is kind of funny. But um, once you pass your your quiz, you're given a badge then. Mm -hmm. And that... 
you have access then you can swipe in and out yeah i'm sure the so. training that you're going through for the company is critical for the company to get the contracts that they want to and need to get with a lot yeah. of these companies so yeah yeah and it's liability and it's yep. a lot of this is i need to have the knowledge not just for myself but for crews out in yeah. the field while i'm out there so that's that's kind of the the principle behind it yeah, so we, we got to go through the same thing with regards to uh not osha training obviously but uh, uh ethics uh, oh yeah yeah obviously harassment uh, uh cybersecurity issues yep, yep. all that kind of stuff so we have to go through i just had to go through it wasn't 30 hours it was probably about 10 hours uh 10 hours of training a couple weeks ago yeah you know, yeah through tests and scenarios so yeah uh, a little bit yeah. similar stuff but different but yeah i mean it's all liability um Yep, just different shapes and forms, but yep. it's all all legit, all applicable. All right, dude. So get some right. sleep tonight. Oh yeah, plan on it. <laughs> so hopefully Timber's on that same same guideline here. So yeah. Well, or, couple, my roommate. Couple, couple more weeks we'll be out there. So Yeah. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So we'll, right, we'll, we'll catch up next week. Yeah, we'll check up. Thanks, everybody out there. Appreciate the continued support and love. Yep. Much love. Take care, everybody. Enjoy the, the summertime weather here coming up. So later. Have a great weekend, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, you too, man. Much love. Bye. Later.